Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, the twelfth day of Lent. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be, forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out all my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before you. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy, chapter 16, beginning this morning at verse 13. You shall keep the festival of booths for seven days, when you have gathered in the produce from your threshing floor and your wine press. Rejoice during your festival, you and your sons and your daughters and your male and female slaves, as well as the Levites, the strangers, the orphans, and the widows resident in your town. Seven days you shall keep the festival to the Lord your God at the place that the Lord will choose, for the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and in all your undertakings, and you shall surely celebrate Three times a year, all males, all of your males shall appear before the Lord your God at the place that he will choose, at the festival of unleavened bread, at the festival of weeks, and at the festival of booths. They shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. All shall give as they are able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that he has given you. The law requires all males to make a pilgrimage to the temple to celebrate and give thanks to the Lord. Three times, 
during the year. The Festival of Booths is the last of these three festivals, and like the Festivals of Weeks, uh, this feast season is linked to Thanksgiving for an Abundant Harvest, and asks for offerings uh, according to the measure in which uh, a family or a household has been blessed. This festival marks the end of the threshing and winemaking season. And so this would be a time when the blessings of the year would finally be accounted for in terms of grain and wine stored. All three of these festivals, though, in one way or another, help to tell and remind and embody the story of God's salvation and ongoing faithfulness to the people. And while the offerings presented to the Lord vary between households, again, according to the measure of the harvest that they were blessed with, these festivals are celebrated together as a whole community, including widows, orphans, foreigners, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, the Levites and priests. Together, they become a holy nation, giving thanks to the Lord for all of God's benefits. As we've been reading about these festivals these last few days, the pilgrimage to the temple and the shared blessings that contribute to both the fellowship and the feast, I could not help but wonder about our own holy days, especially our festivals of Christmas and Easter. On these two great festival days, one that celebrates the incarnation of our Lord and the other that rejoices in our Lord's resurrection from the dead, we come together to worship. But we go on to celebrate separately as families and as households. Over the past number of years, the individual and family aspect of what had been Holy Days has even started to eclipse the importance of the gathering of the community in worship. What has impressed me about the way God has set aside these seasons and then handed on the commandments about how to observe them is the way that God brings together all the joy of the feast and all the fellowship of family and kin and community as that thing that happens in rejoicing and celebration before the Lord as an act of worship. In later times, the prophets will notice how the observation of these festivals becomes disconnected from the act of worship. As people observe the festival, but not the commandment to love God and to love their neighbor. In fact, instead of becoming a place where all are equal and included in the celebration, where the bounty of the land is shared, especially with those who have nothing or are strangers, the festival, if it is observed at all, becomes a place dominated by the rich or, or merely sort of an empty shell of what uh, God has envisioned or imagined in these great celebrations of households, community, and nation. We're moving now through the season of Lent and on toward Easter, so maybe now is a good time to start to reflect on our own Easter traditions and maybe, maybe perhaps to make a plan that might draw us back into the fellowship of God's people in worship before the Lord. It might not be an easy thing to pull off, but it may make all the difference in our lives if we make our first plan a plan for our whole family to appear before the Lord in celebration, praise, and thanksgiving for the salvation that God has won and given to us through Jesus Christ our Lord, for a chance to gather not only with our household but with the community of faith in in this whole area, as we gather around our Lord's table and receive and eat and drink in his presence.
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abram, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. And we think especially of the people in, the, in Ukraine. For all who are at work to bring about peace and to restore international harmony for those who are welcoming, clothing, feeding, sheltering refugees and their, and their families, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who are caring for the sick, for those who are comforting, those, the ones who are mourning. For who else or for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. And all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.